Hello, everyone. Well, I can confidently presume that no one on the show, including Uncle Jesse and our lovely leading ladies, has any idea what's happening in this season of The Bachelorette. It's clear by the lack of detail, the confused facial expressions, and the glaring omission of rose ceremony roses that the entire production team just threw all caution to the wind, confiscated a cruise ship, and decided right then and there to let the chips fall where they may. In other words, there are no rules because the rule book doesn't even exist this year. Luckily, some guy in Austin and I break down all the details determined to figure out exactly what is going on in the mansion. For example, is there a supply chain problem with roses? Are there any adults on the set to wrangle the cast members? Did the baby chicks make it out alive? Did I hear a rooster crow moments before three dudes were escorted out of the building? And will Rachel and Gabby hold hands the entire journey? My guess is yes. And don't you dare try to stop them. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 269 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. You're back because it's bachelorette season. A little late in the season than what we're used to, but it's okay because guess what? We have two, not one, but two bachelorettes on a journey to find love, holding hands together. What do you think? Um, Thank you for having me back. Um, (laughs) I would say that it's nice to be back, but we both had a conversation last night where we agreed that you again wrote me into this. So I did not. Sort of. Um, (laughs) You love it. This is a a highlight of my week. Um, I'm glad you're um, you're back. Have you um, have you podcasted about your new knee? (laughs) I have not. No. That's the problem is that I've, I've been out for three weeks now. So my last podcast went up, the book podcast went up the day actually that I had knee surgery. So I am officially bionic. It officially wow. hurts and recovery is no joke, but I'm doing it and it's going to be great in six to eight months. I'm confident. Okay. Well, I, I did promise some knee puns. Uh, when you did? You got back. Um, mm-hmm, I'm ready. And um, I, I, what did I, what did I, I sent you one via text. It was uh, um, something like, yeah, I, I hope you believe what I'm telling you or something yes. like that. Horror, 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 Unfortunately, that's all I got. You, know? you said something about you don't need to do that. Yeah. And you spelled it no. with a K. Don't get all and bent out of shape. Don't get all bent out of shape. You said that one too. But it's been it's been a process, but I'm back in time for time for this this we are in unchartered territory, my friend. Sort of, right? You, like well, we, we don't <laughs> we don't start out that way. Are we talking about your knee rehab or bachelorette? What are we talking about? Both. Because apparently a full whole new knee replacement is way different from ACLs, which I'm used to. I've had three of those, and I thought, ah, piece of cake. No. But this, we're in uncharted territories, because let me tell you why, my friend. They said no less than 47 times last night, 
we have no idea what's going on. We don't know what we're doing. And so how we joke about there are no rules, I believe the rule book has officially been thrown out the window. Well, or it just hasn't, it's intentionally been not disseminated to the only two people who really need it. Um, <laughs> I, I was, well, we'll get into it, but um, it was an interesting take because, I, you know, you and I had, you know, played tug of war, kind of how it was going to go, where yeah. they were going to do, you know, one season each and then kind of meet back at the hotel for Chardonnay and decide. <laughs> but no, it's pretty apparent they're going to, nope. you know, this whole best friends thing is, I bet you ten to one it's out the window in three episodes. Mm, okay, so I have I have a theory about that too. I wanted that to happen. That's where I thought it was going to go that they end up hating each other because they're going to be fighting over a boy. But after watching the season promo of the entire journey, which they played at the end of last night's episode, and I'll link that in the show notes, just the video to it. I believe that what is going to happen or what they want us to believe at this point is that all the boys are going to gravitate to Gabby and Rachel's going to be the one who feels sort of left out because nobody, I mean, she, she, I think there were maybe three roses that she was handing out at a rose ceremony that were rejected where they said, no, I would, I'm here for Gabby. And they did not accept her. (laughs) Isn't it brilliant? Absolutely brilliant. Isn't it? So what I think is going to happen is they're going to cry a lot more. They're going to, like, she's going to say, well, Gabby's so much more popular than me. And then Gabby's going to have to pat her on the back and say, no, no, you're great. I think that's what's going to happen. Because they even said at one point in that promo, I believe it was Rachel who said, but they have all the power because... I guess they get to choose which bachelorette they want to accept a rose from. I don't know. We still don't know any of that stuff because once again, we didn't have a rose ceremony last night because there are no roses in California. Apparently, I think, I think it's a creative response to a supply chain issue. Yeah. I I think that the, the roses just didn't make it off the boat, you know, wherever they pick those things. (laughs) And uh, they had to decide what the hell is going to happen and poor. Well, We'll get to this, but man, that elimination mm. was heartless. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, and entertaining at the same time. It wasn't it. That's the perfect I mean, description. Heartless and entertaining. Yeah. Just Welcome game. to the Bachelorette season 18 yeah. or whatever we're on. The dunce look on those three guys. And I'm not going to reveal them <laughs> now. But just the look on those guys' faces. Like, what are we doing here? And I don't know which one. I'm going to call them Rachel Gabby because I don't know which who's who. Um, but one of them, one of the Rachel Gabby says, um, well, look, we've talked about it. And, um, you know, we didn't get to spend a lot of time just, you know, because we're really short on time. And that might have been accurate because it appeared to be lunchtime the next, the next day. day. Yeah. So I'll give them the short on time because, you know, the union workers behind the camera were entitled to – some, some sleep time. Craft services. So, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, they got some union rep breathing down their neck, like, you got to cut these guys. And I'm going to, anyway, they just, I mean, it, it's like cutting off a blister or something. They take those three guys out and just give them the guillotine mm-hmm. and they're done. No, um, that's right. And then they toast with champagne, mimosas without yeah. the orange juice. 
Yeah, yeah at, it's at good. 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think in general, just from a bird's eye perspective of Gabby and Rachel appearance and how they acted and how they mingled with the guys? I, I will say I was a little concerned at the beginning that they we'll, we'll talk about icebreakers, but at, at the beginning of the cocktail party, they were they were circling the room together. And that yeah. made me pause at the beginning, but eventually they split up, which was a good thing. So how do you think they are as leads? Do you think they're going to be good? Do you, are you entertained by them? Do you enjoy watching them? I know you can't tell them apart, but just in general, how do you think they looked? How do you think they acted? What's your opinion on that? Both of them appeared bassarette ready. I thought, yes. who, and I honestly, who's the one with the dark hair? Gabby. <laughs> okay. I thought Gabby looked better than Rachel. Okay. Um, although both of them have good personalities. Like, yes. I think that they're they're um, affable and they have a sense of humor. Some of self-deprecating, you know, they're, they're able to laugh at themselves, which I think yes. is a huge plus. That comes through. Um, I thought both of them had maybe a little unnecessary either work or uh, attached mm. eyelashes, that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't I don't go for that. Um and then the whole like we're sisters and we're best friends thing, again, I think that's going to get real old when um, some guy that Gabby or Rachel has her heart set on says, eh, I'm here for the other person. That's yeah. at a certain point, it's got to be real hard to take, um, not personally at that point. Yeah. I, now, I, you have 32 guys and you've got a list of five mm. that are like, okay. So one of those guys says, I'm here for the other person. Fine. But if you're down to 16 or 10 or whatever, mm, mm-hmm. and you're one of your top two picks says that, then we have a problem. I it, That is very true. And I feel like they're going to somehow blame the guy for that. And it's <laughs> I, that's where I keep going back to. I don't think Gabby's going to be mad at Rachel for doing something. I think Gabby's going to get mad at the guy for liking Rachel too. I, well, that's it. But I also think it's going to have to be... A, how much um, Sauvignon Blanc they've had when they have the discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and B, how the other one responds. True. Like if she says something like, well, you know, oh, you're so beautiful and I can't believe he actually chose me over you. What a mistake. That's one thing as opposed to, well, yeah, I like him and, you know, you're five pounds heavier than me or something. You know, I, I don't. It's going to have to be, there's going to have to be some kind of mutuality of respect, and they're both going to have to realize that they're in an impossible situation. Do you think they are different enough to be taken, you know, where the, I think that was something that the guys were sort of wrestling with last night, too, because again, there are no rules. We don't know what we're doing. And so the guys sort of had conversations with each other about, are we supposed to pick one and pursue one or are we supposed to, because a lot of them said, I need to talk to both of them to see which one I like. And some men made faces at that. Like, how dare you? But I thought that's a smart guy who's saying, well, I'd like to have a conversation with both of them to see which personality I click with in this two minutes. Or even just from a sheer mathematical you know, mm-hmm. uh, risk calculation. If you endear yourself to both women, your odds go up True. exponentially that you're going to stick around. So that's mm-hmm. a smart thing to do. It's also, again, like you said, the practical thing to do. You got two people, you don't know either one of them. You might as well, you know, get to yeah. know them before you pick one. Um, I, I, to answer your question, 
I do think that they're different enough. However, Me to your point, they sort of huddled together and they both right. have kind of the same personality. You know, like right. I, I remember when um, the one guy who announced that he hadn't had sex in 18 months. <laughs> Quincy, I mean, yes. Yeah, what an opening. I mean, <laughs> that, that, was, that was really well thought out. I mean, it's amazing both of them didn't just jump right on him right there. But uh, what's your, one of the Gabby Rachels goes – um, that makes one of us and the other one says me too or something. So I thought, yeah. you know, they, they both seem to be sharing that kind of bond. Yeah. So I could see the confusion. Now, the funny part to me, to your point earlier was these people clearly were not given instructions. Nope. And I think that makes it all the better. I mean, I it's, like, <laughs> it's like when you're babysitting a three-year-old and you say, look, you can't touch the stove. You can't, you know, go in that room. You have to sit here and listen to me. Then you've got four walls around that kid and the kid knows that he's got some structure. Remove that structure and there's chaos. And that's exactly what they did here intentionally. It's brilliant. It is, isn't it? Throw them all in there. Yep. Agreed. It's brilliant. No one knows who, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to act? I mean, at one point, Jesse Palmer said, this is your show. I don't know. (laughs) He doesn't know. The only thing he's told is like, had to check the app that deposits his paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) And here's your champagne glass and your knife clink on it, which he did not do a good job of that. But you know that like there's in his dressing room, there's like duct tape over Chris Harrison's name tag. And it says, (laughs) Jesse Palmer. Let me let me go through some of the more memorable icebreakers and you react and tell me if you think it worked, if it didn't, if it was dumb, etc. Yeah. The first one is Jacob, who could also be called shirtless Jacob or Fabio all oiled up on a white horse. Um cliche, predictable okay. and fairly disgusting. I saw I was I was um Sort of stressing out for both of them when they had to decide whether to hug him or not, you know. She, Gabby, ended up visiting with him on a bearskin rug in front of the fireplace where he pulled out a piece of paper that listed the attributes he was looking for. And she seemed to think that was a very good thing to do. However, she was upset that they didn't make out on said bearskin rug. Right. Okay. First of all, he had like skinny jeans and tennis shoes on. And I thought, I remember thinking there's bound to be a shirt somewhere. <laughs> Apparently. Nope. Nope. Um, no roses, then, no shirts. <laughs> <laughs> supply chain problems. Anyway. Um, so that was so stupid watching him. Remember, remember the guy that wore like the mask for two weeks or whatever. Yes. <laughs> that was kind of like that. Like, all right, the prank's over. You built well, you rode the horse, put the shirt on. But the other thing is, um, I don't know why he had to write it down. Okay. Well, it's a you long know, list. It's kind of hard yeah. to memorize that many. <laughs> I mean, just that's the other thing. Like, you know, he needs to talk to that motivational speaker guys. Like, look, <laughs> I need key points, like two or three major points you can memorize. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like – Smart. Yeah, it's like back, backyard football when you're like, go to the tree, take a right. You know, the more, the more complicated the play is, the less chance it has to work. So, I look, that guy was a chotch. And okay. unfortunately, I think he goes far. 
Okay. Well, I, I, I don't have him down as a chotch yet. It might have been just a very chotchy intro, but I'm 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 not putting him in that category. Well, you just know what? Yet. I'll give you credit for your your unbelievable ability to give people the benefit of the doubt because the second <laughs> that I walked up on the driveway, no, 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 you haven't, you haven't heard my second guy yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he gets no benefit of the doubt at all. It's Logan holding the baby chicks, one in each hand. That he looked said, like animal abuse to me. <laughs> I know. And Not Gabby, to mention sexist, too, like calling them chicks <laughs> and holding them in his hands. And I mean, come on. And, and Gabby, who is much like Laura, appeared to be afraid of birds. And she did not want to hold the baby chick. And she didn't want the baby chick to poop in her hand. She didn't want it to fly away or try to fly away and fall and break its neck on the freshly sprayed asphalt. So I just, anyway, he carried the chicks around with him the entire time, blah, blah. The only thing I will give him is he's the first one who said, yeah, I'm going to go talk to both of them. He feels like he is, uh, kind of writing his own story, if you will. He feels yeah. like I'm in charge of this, you know, not in charge in charge, but hey, this is my life. I'm going to go talk to that one. I'm going to go talk to that one. And I think they both appreciated that and said, yeah. he's great. But whenever he you get rid laugh. of the chicks. It was, it was stupid, but he made him laugh. But here, here's a question I have, because I was confused about this. Were those chickens or ducks? I think they were chickens. Okay, because for a second, I was like, those are ducklings, those aren't chicks. Oh, I will, I will have to go back and review, but I feel yeah, like the beaks were a little pointy to be Yeah, I, I was, I was, yeah, I, I didn't get a clear look. Surely not. Surely some, the ABC intern didn't give him baby ducklings. Well, maybe, again, supply chain issues, let's see, you never know. <laughs> well, was Nobody the last time will ever know. Last time you ordered live Baby chickens. <laughs> There's a ton of those sitting in some storage container off of Southern Florida right, or Southern California right now. <laughs> okay. What did you think about the children's choir singing an ode to Clayton and how horrible he is, but how great Alec is instead? Well, first of all, what was Alec's connection? Was he a teacher or something to those kids? Or I didn't get that. No, I don't think there was a connection. Well, then, it's, then it was dumb. But uh, the kids were adorable. Um, good for them for being on TV. But two minutes before that, one of the Gabby Rachels said, um, all of this stuff about Clayton is boring me. And then you have yes. a few little kids. So, yeah, that we, seemed Then to we be... had a bunch of, a bunch of, a little quick montage of everybody who mentions how dumb Clayton is for mm -hmm. letting both of them go or how lucky they are that Clayton was dumb enough to let them go. Yeah. 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 And so, they're done. They're done talking about Clayton. You know why? Because Jesse Palmer looks just like him and they're tired of seeing him everywhere. <laughs> right. Is he still together with what's her face? Do we know Yeah. That? Yeah. He is. Um, I follow him on Instagram. I usually kind of follow him until I get bored and I'm about to be bored. But yes, they are still together. They do um, aerobic-y, workout-y stuff together. And oh. you're you're supposed to follow along, I think, or or buy the package or something. Yeah. It's not the TikTok, mm -hmm. the dancing on the TikTok? It's not the dancing on the TikTok, no. It's an official, this is my brand, come buy it. 
Um, let's talk about Eric or there. So, so we have to decide how we want to say his name. Do we want to say it German like Eric because it's C H remember E R I C H or do we want to say Eric or do we want to say E rich? I like Eric. Eric. Okay. Eric is the one that came up to both of them and said, Hey, do either of y'all know how to tie a tie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Todd was watching with us and Todd's like, "Mm -mm, no. Yeah. The guy should know how to tie a tie, which I'm assuming he does know how to tie a tie. But I think that's something. When did you learn to tie a tie? Well, I wore, so I went to Catholic school my first few years and I had to wear a clip on every day. Um, And then I remember probably around 10 or so, I wore my first real tie for probably some church related event or maybe. Uh, a wedding or something I went to. And mm-hmm. I remember my dad teaching me and my brother how to tie a tie. Okay. It's, you know, it's not second nature, uh, but yeah, I think every adult man should know how to tie a tie. Yeah. What about like a driving a tie? Stick shift. I feel the same way about driving a stick shift. I don't care yeah. how rare it is now. It's just something a man should learn to do. What about a bow tie? Um, that's way no, harder, unless, I know. Not unless you're a professor um, or Mickey Mouse. Like, no, no one wears bow ties anymore. I don't care if it's a thing or if it's it's starting to come back. That's that's not necessary. A lot of people unless wear you're bow riding, ties. You're riding a bike with a giant front wheel <laughs> and a very tiny rear wheel, and you're walking around a bowler hat and a cane. You don't need to know how to tie a bow tie. What do you think about that icebreaker, though? Let's assume he does know how to tie a tie, and he's just or, using it. Or whatever. It wasn't. It, it's not humiliating, so I'll give him that. Okay. Uh, it was a simple opening line that required an answer and some action requiring to touch him. So I'm going to go ahead and say it worked. Okay. I, I thought so, too. I thought so, too. And I will also say that Erich... He made some plays with both of them. Now, he made out like a bandit with Gabby. And then he goes over to Rachel. And there's a moment where we all think, oh, he's going to make out with her too. And is that a good decision or is that a bad decision? And at the very end, he decided, nope, I'm not going to kiss them both on the first night. Do you think that was smart play? I think, I think if you're just wanting to be that guy and get your sent home, that would be a genius thing to be remembered for in The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I think that that would be the move. But I think he really wanted to stick around, so it was a very smart move in that regard. I agree. I agree. I, yeah, because I mean, because if you're going to be – you got to go, go big or go home. It's like the guy that passed out at Ashley's uh, – <laughs> Cocktail party night one. Remember that yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's in that line. If you're going to do that, you know, they're going to compare notes and you're gone. Totally. Totally. And you can't, you can't have the same people ca- on night one. Now that's going to happen, on but night on night one, yeah. on night one. Yeah, you so don't I, get a do-over on that one. Yeah. I like, I like Erich. I think he, I mean, I liked him with Gabby and I liked him with Rachel, but I was sort of tense thinking, mm, if he kisses her, he, he might go down a few pegs and he did not So he's, he's kind of up there in my, in my top 
which he was in my top in the pre in the pre one. Yeah, I can't um, remember who mine were. It was Eric well, you didn't have tops. Remember, you just had. Oh, I had kind of five. Like, why yeah. is this on their roster type of thing? So, okay, what do you think about Jace James, who brought out the huge meatball sub that was ten feet long? <laughs> I mean, Remember, well his be- career is meatball enthusiast. Yeah, no, that I mean that's apropos for his job description. Um, yeah, I don't really feel one way or another. Both of them seem to get a kick out of it, but not really understand it. Right? True. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just like okay, this is. Yeah. Did he pack it, that in his gola yeah. or his carry-on luggage? Or yeah, quirky, and then you're done. Um, what yeah. about John, who called them the wrong names? Um. Well, I think John summed it up is that it was a memorable entrance. <laughs> it really a look. And by the way, I didn't catch it until he, cause I told you, I, I forget who's who. <laughs> and I didn't catch it until I thought, well, okay, they both laughed, you know, that's good. You know? And then he's like, "Uh Oh, I screwed up. Um, <laughs> did you find Gabby's the, the non-pilot, right? She's the, right. the nurse. Right? The nurse. Did you find Gabby to be a tad bit argumentative and kind of <laughs> With the with the guys, um, with the Boston guys especially. Well, I think that is part of her personality that we did not see during Clayton's season, and I think it's more of a um, funny push buttons because she later said that about the Boston guys. She later said we like to push these other buttons. It's super funny and all that kind of stuff. So I think you're just pulling that out, but I can tell that probably annoys you a little bit. I thought it meant, well, no, no, I get it. Like she's, there's banter and she's trying to be playful, but it got to a point in that, like as stupid as that whiteboard thing was, Mm -hmm. it just got to a point. It's like, dude, let him finish, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and then bust his balls. Like, which was exactly opposite of all of us watching going, Gosh, quit telling her to shush, 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 shush. Yeah, it's her oh, show. She's the lead. Let her do what she wants. Yeah, what I mean, I guess you know, I'll, I'll have to reserve my judgment. For yeah, that. she liked him though. I think mm-hmm. she liked that whole entire exchange. That guy's name is Ryan, by the way. He's okay. one of the oldest ones on the roster. Yeah, she liked him. What about um, Jordan H? This guy was. Pretty unique, I think. He made one wear headphones while he spoke to the other. Yeah, and pretend and, she couldn't hear what the other one was saying. Yes, yeah. and they both liked that because they were also very, very adamant in saying, even though we are in this together and we hold hands all the time and rarely separate, we are two individuals and we yeah. each have our own journey. And so I think they the- appreciated that he tried to do that while Remember, all of these guys are coming out of limo, meeting them at the same time, which also reminds me, I I looked on our friends over at Bachelor Data, and they had a analysis of the hugging, and 50% of the people hugged Gabby first and then Rachel, and then it was a very small percentage who hugged Rachel first and then Gabby, and then one guy, I don't know who it was, Hugged them both at the same time. <laughs> well, <laughs> I do think that 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 is a um, 
that's a function of where they were standing together because yeah, naturally, left to right. Right. I think anybody American would do left to right, whereas maybe a European guy would go right to left. I, I th- so I think that in order to, to for that to mean anything, you would have had to do a double blind, you know, placebo. You would have had to put a, a sex doll in one place and see who hugged that. And so yeah, I don't I don't put any credence in, in that. Yeah. I was thinking that too, but it was it was something I thought about at the very beginning because the first guy out of the limo it's like he hadn't thought of that. Where, where, where do I go? Who, how do I? Hello, ladies. The first guy or... didn't hug either one. Oh no, no, he did. Remember, I, he stopped like three or four feet in front of him. I thought, what's this guy doing? <laughs> he was catching his breath. Who he was, was that? so was overwhelmed. That Zach. That yeah. was Zach. First one out of the yeah. Let's talk about um, Justin. Not much to say about him. He didn't have on any shoes because he said he wanted to be grounded. That was kind of lame. And then Nate, the Michael B. Jordan guy, looking guy, he had a pillow with Rachel's face on one side and Gabby's face on the other side. And he said, y'all look better in person. Meh. But then we had Tino. And (laughs) Tino rolled up on a forklift and hopped off and said with double finger guns, y'all are forking gorgeous. Let, let me just – I'm going to leave that all on your side of this podcast. You go ahead and respond to that. I'm curious to to know what a woman really would think of that approach. I don't know. I Oh, come on. Just pile I, on. It's so dumb. I, <laughs> let me tell you why I'm being so hesitant is because I think I like Tino. You know, he's I don't, cool later. One of them really went out of her yeah, way. Yeah, Rachel say, did. Yeah. Rachel, yes, he went out of his way. He he pulled her aside and took her over to the stairs because yeah. her last moment on the stairs in her season, she was weeping because Clayton did something stupid, yeah. and so he said, "I want to make the stairs a better place for you." And she just thought that was darling. And then they yeah. make out, and he later Tino gets Rachel's first impression rose. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree with that. I mean, the guy that was the entrance was dumb, but then he rallied. But do you know you know also why that area and those particular stairs are uh, are significant? Why? Because that is where Tierra almost lost her sparkle. Oh right! <laughs> when someone pushed her down those stairs, allegedly. Yeah, remember the fake fall. <laughs> And then remember that she was crying like no one's gonna make me lose my sparkle, and everyone's like, "What? What is she talking about?" Oh, I <laughs> also want to talk year old woman talking about losing. I mean, that that's something a seven year old would say. Anyway, oh yeah. Whenever I, I also- see those stairs, I always think of the losing <laughs> of the sparkle. So. Sparkle. I also want to talk about um, Jordan V. Another Jordan we have. He's the race car driver. Yeah, do that's you, what, how that's did you cool. feel about that exchange? He took Rachel outside to show her his real yeah. race car. That's, I mean, that's all you got to say. It's cool. It's very cool. And he did the whole you fly a plane and look, you know, look at my cockpit. And uh, yeah, mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, a little over the top, but look, the race car thing always got it. I mean, that's going to get him far. Do you feel like the race car was? out back where they keep all of the 
extra paper towels and toilet paper. Yeah, there was no the engine. engine. There was no engine in that what, thing. It was what just, was that? I mean, I behind them were crates and crates and crates of not roses, but maybe yeah. champagne or something. It that's was in the. They, that's the amount. That's the items in the um, in the supply chain. They've been able to compensate for. <laughs> they've bought them in bulk. I would imagine some of the bachelorette interns are guilty of, of uh, uh, what do they call that? Panic buying. <laughs> and, uh, maybe there's portions of Do you of the- think they came to the mansion in Jake Pavelka's cargo plane? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> He's got that contract locked up quite a while. Oh, the other guy I want to talk about is Mario. Was this a surprise to you that Mario gets with Gabby and just says a lot of nice things and all of a sudden they're making out? Yeah. I, I mean, me too. I think she was at that point in the evening though, didn't you feel like both of them were just kind of in the mood to do that? Yeah. Make out with people. I agree. Yeah, and, and she ends yeah. up giving her rose, her first impression rose, Gabby, to this Mario guy. We were talking about Gabby's kissing technique and we're wondering if she just had a little bit too much filler in her lips and she's not able to feel them. And that's why she kisses so weird. Yeah. I think uh, either that or maybe, you know, one too many frozen Mm -hmm. margaritas between Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm ten. Yeah. I agree with that. I do think that, um, I don't think these first impression roses are normally, I think they're a big deal, but I think yeah. maybe, maybe these are just like, you got it's time to give it out. I didn't really feel one way or another about either one of those guys. Tino did rally and I thought he, he made a really good impression on her, but yes. Well, let's, let's flip it on its head. So we've been talking about icebreakers and these little individuals like Fabio in front of the fire and, Jordan with his race car and Tino on the stairs and Mario kissing. But the beginning of the cocktail party, as I mentioned earlier, they were walking, Gabby and Rachel are walking together and kind of um, maybe just sitting somewhere and seeing who would come to them. Lo and behold, two slash three of the bachelors who come to them are first Roby which that is his name. I'm so sad that that's actually his real name, but it is Roby the Magician. Uh And as you and I predicted, however many weeks ago, he pulls out the deck of cards because that's mobile, easy to use, does a quick little with them and, Mm -hmm. and, and it's fine. And it, and then he asks something about what's the scariest part of this whole process, which is a very odd question, but he's having to work the two of them and they are blank faced. They're, yeah, they're basically immune to his illusions or whatever. He was <laughs> um, I don't know where that works anywhere. I mean, maybe in a magic show that works, sure. you know, but not in the real world. Um, mm-hmm. Art tricks. Come on. Um, the best part too, is he also dressed like a magician. <laughs> That's all he has. You know, he didn't have like a regular suit and Aww, he's looking at his closet. It's just full of tuxedos. <laughs> he's going to do well in Vegas. The other two who cornered them were the twins. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. they yes. had the personality of a piece of dry toast, yeah. both of them, even though they said, here's how we're different. Yeah. I'm really so outgoing beautiful. and he's yeah. laid back. <laughs> yeah. We have the same job, but we're really different. We're on the same show, but we're really different. Same haircut, different. <laughs> really different though. Yeah. We we didn't live together that one time, but now we do. And, you know, it's you, as different as night and later that night is how they so were. As a, as a twin. Tell me. I wanted to get into this. Were, but here's the deal. If you were to sit down with 22-year-old me and my brother, <laughs> you there's, aside from the physical resemblance, you, would, you, couldn't, you wouldn't know we were related. We're different people. <laughs> These guys are the same guy. They are. I, I mean, I don't care what they say. They're the same guy. They are. And um, I mean, they and they're well, babies. They're twenty-four-year-old yeah. babies. Yeah. But they might as well have put you know when they were sitting there waiting for the come hither uh, things. They might as well put a dead man walking sign on on all three of those guys. I mean, that, that's who ended up getting sent home. I don't think it's any surprise. Um, yeah. And and that was all set up, I think. You know, like look how like just look how mm-hmm. inept all three of these guys are. Mm-hmm. And you know, then at the rose ceremony, it's like, hey, can we talk to you three guys? Gee, I wonder yeah. why they want to do that. <laughs> Take them outside where the birds are chirping, yeah. the sun is rising. <laughs> yeah, look, Roby, um we Rooster Prone three want. hours ago, and here's what yeah. we have to say. Yeah, and listen, um, you know, notwithstanding the uh, rose shortage, the supply chain issue we're having with the roses, you guys are no, not going near one anyway. You know what would have been awesome? If Roby would have done this, I would have been endeared to him forever. It would have been great if at that moment he made a bouquet of roses appear. Uh, <laughs> from his sleeve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would have been, I mean... That would have been the greatest exit ever. Yeah, the girls, the girls just turned it on its side. They went to Uncle Jesse and said, "Hey, we have an idea." And like you said, the union workers are going, "Dude, it is eight o'clock yeah. in the morning. You've got to do something." And it's we have more guys this season than we've ever had ever ever it's going to take another hour and a half to hand out roses that are non-existent so they just said we're going to take these three guys who we know for a fact we don't like and we're going to escort them out the door and everybody else gets to continue on the journey for next week yay i felt good that um who are those other obnoxious twins that made an Instagram influencer career out of, remember the girls, the blondes? The girls, I can't remember their names, but yes, the Barbie yeah. twins. Yeah. 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 Um, remember when they, when one got chosen and sent home and then the other one stuck around? You remember yes. that? Yes. I'm glad that didn't happen because that could have ruined whatever their names are. That could have ruined their relationship forever, theoretically. That's true. Yes. So, so I'm glad that they got kicked to the curb simultaneously. <laughs> Together. Exactly. Yeah. Who uh, sticks I think, out? Um, Go ahead. Did, you know, what's the, you know, did you appreciate the irony of them making Roby disappear? <laughs> I did. Oof. <laughs> well, he was here a second ago. Now he's not. <laughs> Just like that. 
<laughs> Only two roses technically handed out. The rest of the guys get a free pass. Is there anyone on your radar who you like? I think Tino was was one. Yep. Um, yep. You know, I, I don't think he's. Uh, I can't figure out there. There wasn't a lot of, um, you know, uh, fighting as it mm-hmm. were last mm-hmm. night. And uh, I think I mentioned to you because I called you last night very briefly to confirm our time for today. And we had mentioned, or I had mentioned to you, this is like the broiest group we've seen in a long time. They're all kind of the same dude. Yeah. Um, I can't figure out where the tension's going to be, and the previews didn't really speak to that. It was more about the conflict created True. between the girls. So I don't know, man. I mean, I I, it, I don't know any of their names, um, but I think I think the guy that got the big makeout session, which is is that Mario. Uh, Mario got one, and Erich you know, got, got one yeah. with Gabby. I thought Jordan H. Um, with the noise-canceling thing, and the guy yeah. with the chicks, I thought those guys made pretty good impressions. Yeah, um, yeah. And then a couple of the other guys, like there was one guy that's an insurance sales guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that guy's on the chopping block. I don't know who he is. Um, there he was like a, one a called Hayden that I like. He's... It says leisure executive on our sheet that I'll link to as well, but he's from Tampa, Florida, and he has a very Southern accent and he leans towards Rachel, I think. And he, cause she said, my brother lives in Tampa. And so he seems to be uh, likable in her eyes, but I feel like half of them, we didn't even get to see. I, I will say, and I will admit that my guy Kirk, who I liked, was maybe featured, I don't know, 10 seconds last night, but it wasn't a good 10 seconds. Yeah. No, it's it really was, hard. It was him so just acting like he was speaking in a locker room. And I thought, oh, Kirk, don't do that but just because you, you're a coach. Do you think, do you think that, um, honestly, like the short on time thing, I don't think that that rose ceremony was planned. I think they ran out of time. Like I'm serious oh, about totally, the like, totally. So late. We've got a filming schedule. Yeah. Everyone needs to get three hours of sleep. We just got to kick the chaches out. Totally. And then all these guys get a pass. And I'm still trying to figure out what a group date looks like if it is both Rachel and Gabby on a group oh, date. That's easy. With- They're just going to do some kind of like. Uh, you know, some kind of team sport thing and it's going to be Gabby's team versus Rachel's team, that sort of thing. Maybe. Do you think they're know. both going to be together on a group date and they don't get their own group date? Well, so I think what will happen initially is they're going to go on like double dates because okay. that's what the preview, like they were together at a table a few times. And I remember that she was like, we're going to switch dates or something. True, like that. true. Maybe, yes. they do that and then maybe they each get some alone time. Now here's the, here's the million dollar question though. Um, Will they all separate, you know, do their individual time and then reconvene for a obscure musical performance? <laughs> or, or will there be separate <laughs> no-name musical talents that are signed with some ABC subsidiary <laughs> to get us through an episode? I hope we have a musical episode. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. While they're on the carnival cruise, that could be so great. Oh, and they, they, they go to France. That looks fun. That looks fun. Eiffel That's Tower, his, his, fun. 
as Abe Lincoln said, is uh, people who like this sort of thing will find this to be the sort of thing they like. Um, <laughs> so they're going to go to France. And then it looks like they go to some other pretty cool places too. I think so. There were a lot of tears and a lot of exotic places I noticed. Yes. Yeah. So I think, you know, again, it's going to take a couple weeks for this to sort of materialize because I think the focus in the next couple weeks is going to be on um, the conflict or the, you know, the competition mm-hmm. between the two. And then we'll see how everybody lines up. Because remember when, um, is it Tasha? Who's the one? Or no, what's her face? Uh, Claire bailed and then Tasha came in, right? Yes. So not the same thing. There have been two bachelorettes with the same group of guys, just not at once. Right. Exactly. And so we'll see what happens. Or in the other one where they just kind of had a kick somebody to the curb. Remember that? We talked about that. <laughs> yeah. The one with the hole in the Caitlin one thing. and that other girl. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The Brie other girl. Or Brittany or something with a B. They kicked her to the curb. She didn't get to be yeah. it. Caitlin was yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's going to so, be a good season. I'm excited. I, I mean, I like the I like the heartbreaking entertainment of it all. There's going to be a lot there. Um, I do think maybe they should call Roby back for um, a lounge show during one of the dinners. Yes, on the Lido deck. Yes. <laughs> And maybe call the twins back to hold either side of the limbo uh, bar or whatever. Hey, thank y'all for listening. And a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official Bachelor Bracket. Make sure to check out the show notes and join us. It's super fun. If you'd like to read a recap of Gabby and Rachel's season, head over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. And make sure to look at the handy cheat sheet I've left for you in the show notes too. It gives you all the guys, their Instagram accounts. It's really good. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. And make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Good.